This is the G17 Podcast with Malik Gaines. And Ricky Green. Alright, previously we covered Yoshihiro Tagashi's previous work, Yu Yu Hakusho. Excellent, excellent piece of piece of manga, anime, media. Media, TV show. Yeah, but today we're moving on to his his next work, which I believe to be the stronger of the two. Amazing piece of art. I love this show with a passion. Hunter Hunter. 2011. Yeah, specifically 2011. Because <laughs> the, the, what we're talking about in the 1999 version didn't even cover it. And I'm actually happy they didn't. They wouldn't have did it justice. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, the Chimera Ant arc. The, the magnum opus of Yoshihiro Tagashi's writing career, in my opinion, is this 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 this, this excellence. Yeah, it is radiant, man. Just you can just feel, you can just feel the nan coming off the pen when he did it, right? So yeah. So what, what part you want to tackle first, Malik? I mean, we can go back to like you know like the earlier parts, so even like what's going on. Talk about the plot. It's uh, what, what's going on in this plot? So you know, you you've seen it. It's well, yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's 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 something. It's it's a lot going on, yeah. So like, so you know, the chimera ants that you know before this before the king shows up, it's just the queen. They start showing up. They start wrecking cities and shit. And you know, they're like they're eating people. Like they're bringing, like they're just they're, they're taking so many people just so they can you know nurse the queen and to make a, you know a stronger king. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's one thing I want to touch on too. What? All right, so you seen how it started in the beginning, right? Like what specifically, like specifically, them niggas got off Game Island so fucking so so early. Oh yeah, like the start of that this arc was uh, like really good. Yeah, so you know, uh, going he used like used a company to go to go to Jing, but he brought Kilua with him. So like that instead brought them to Kite, which made this you know story take a whole different turn. Like it was kind of whiplash when you first see it. Like it was so strong, like because like once they tr- transported to kite the whole mood change yeah like it was like so you know the the game you feel or whatever what they was going for yeah all of that was gone like like they was finally you know we we're finally tell like you know the audience is getting told that we're like going is about to meet jing after all the shit that he just went through just got his arm blown off by getting through he got his throat <laughs> crushed like going went through some shit yeah it but, did. <laughs> so, but like he, you know, he got past all that so now it's time to go meet dad but now we're about to go meet kite then we find out, you know, he he knew Kite back from you know back in the day, and he considers Kite a hero because going in relationship, uh, going in Kite's relationship, that's something that we definitely got to cover in this podcast because yeah. like it it leads to so much excellence. I love Kite. I really want to see more of Girl Kite if they <laughs> if they bring him back or bring her back. Oh yeah, yeah definitely, man. Because yeah, Kite, man, Kite. Just just know when he got introduced, everything changed. So. uh should we get should we should we, should we start like how we felt about it or are we going like story beat by story beat? Ah damn. Is it, is yeah, it, we, can, we can go off feeling for right now and just you know just let it let it ride. All right, all right. So I guess I'll start. I guess I'll kick off first because uh, what's funny is what's what's really funny is I thought I thought Hunter Hunter couldn't get couldn't wrap me in more than it did with the York New uh, City art. Yeah, because like originally I was like I was very very pro 1999 because like mm-hmm. I just I'm a big fan of the 90s anime style even though like 2011 actually you know functionally wise looks better and you know the animation is indeed stronger than the Nippon animation one mm-hmm. because Madhouse are their 
they're 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 slave drivers. They're horrible people, <laughs> but they make they make some of the best anime you will ever see. Like like on, like going versus Isoka. Like what the like, what do you mean? Like it looks amazing. The end justifies me. <laughs> so yeah, but like you know, back to what I was saying. Just uh, like originally, like I had no real like after. After York New City, I pretty much stopped watching Hunter Hunter because like I didn't like Greed Island at all when yeah. I initially saw it. But then again, I initially saw it in the OVA version from the 1999 one, which is not as good as the 2011 version of Greed Island at all. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so like I didn't even originally watch the Chimerian arc. I, I was I thought I was just done with Hunter Hunter. <laughs> But then, like, no, like, a homie of mine, he just kept, you know, clips. He just, like, kept going, uh-huh. like, uh, man, you got to watch this shit. Like, it, it's hype. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> like, but then I, I finally sat down, and I'm just like, yeah, just just good shit. Man, that's the same way, man, because I was watching, oh, man, what, Greed Island? I had to kind of slug my way through that. And then it was like, once I got finished, well, yeah, once I got finished, like, all right, I'm done. Right? You know, my girlfriend, Tita, was like, you know, you, you got to watch this shit. I'm like, all right, man, I'll give it a try. Sure enough, once I stuck, man, I watched that whole thing, like, like damn near no breaks, nigga. I like, I went to sleep, woke up, oh, turn this back on, cause I fell asleep on that type deal. So, like, my feelings on Command at Art, like, I had no expectations going in, cause again, like, how can this be top? Like, how do you top New York New City? Oh yeah, these niggas definitely topped it, and then more. Like, I think. And I know this is kind of, it might be controversial, I don't know, I don't really care. But that might be like the best like arc in anime history. What, uh, the Chimera arc? Yeah. I mean, I think it is. Like. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. Like, I can't think of like anything that I like more than it because like it's, it, like, it's, it's such a, a heavy focus on character. That's like I, that's something I love. I really loved about it because like you know the narrator had like his issues mm-hmm. in terms of like being inserted into the story because like. You know what I'm saying? Like, with the Dragon Ball Z narrator, like, he does exposition at the beginning and the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But, like, well, you know, this narrator, because like, he's only around for this arc. Because, like, but the the arc itself is so dense and there's so much going on that, you know, Takashi, he decided to throw a narrator into the story. And it's just, like, it became... I don't know he he played his role like he he helped he helped like get like stuff together because it's, it was so much stuff going on like I think I would have I would have missed stuff if it wasn't for the exposition dumps of the narrator. Mm, yeah. So you want to want to run you want to remind them how good this is. Want to run them down like as far as the story go. Cuz as far as I can remember. Well, I, I guess I get the general feel so so it, for for those who forgot Cause I, I'm gonna go off the head off this one, so we 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 start off. Well, let's say after uh, Gong meets Kite, we start off in this village, and we see we kind of see what Kite was talking about with the dangers of the Khmer Antarchs and how and how these things must be stopped. So we end up seeing how once they eat humans, they can kind of take on their appearance right and then once they take on their appearance they can grow from that and then once they grow they become what like they own center of your being somewhat pretty much and then afterwards we see like the little boy named caught what wasn't they called in the beginning or was it like they just named him caught i don't remember his original <laughs> name yeah, i ain't about to bother with that yeah i love the shit. Wait, man, y'all niggas seen it. Yeah. <laughs> y'all niggas seen it. 
it was like it was it was just so it was so dark like it like as, as dark as york new city was like i i would say that this is like the darkest that they went because you know if you're going like in in terms of chronological order then we're, we're moving closer to uh like like the like the first like big highlight moment of this was when when we, we get to know more about well not more about it but we, we see pito like that her like you know trapping kite in her end and then you know goes i found you like like her fucking thigh just swell up like yeah like did she just goes i'm like oh what's about to happen like yeah like it was crazy then here comes kite trying to save them gets his arm torn off gone goes nuts like one of my favorite gone scenes like you know, I, I love kilua he uh, slaps him down it, like it was that's one of the best scenes in this whole show like it's it is fantastic. Oh, you talking about the con- the gun the uh, gun fight in Vito? Uh, no, not that. Just like like the uh, the scene of like Kite's death, like leading up to his death. Like that scene is like amazingly done, and I love they didn't use any music. Oh yeah. Like the fact that it was like like completely like just dead air. Mm. It just added like a real sense of tension. Like cause like you know in a real life situation there is no music playing, so it just I don't I, I like stuff like that. Like in those real tense moments. Oh yeah. I think like you know, I think the strongest uh moment in the command art and art for me was it was when they brought that one guy back who uh did you know, who completed the hunter exam with, along with Gong and the and a few other people. I oh, the arrow dude? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, I love that scene. That was just brutal. Like, Because, you know, they can tell you how dangerous somebody is, but if they actually show you how it works, and this is an experienced hunter, just imagine what can happen with anybody else, so... Yeah, like he was never like a like a combat guy, but but still like the arrow dude, whatever the hell his name was. Like he's you know he, he was still like he knew how to you know move, yeah. he was a hunter, he knew how to move around. Yeah, and but yeah, like they they picked his brain and then like yeah, like that was ridiculous. And then they just killed him. And then like oh girl that was with him, she just got shot in the face by by a koala yeah. in a suit. <laughs> Like why was that koala just that doggish? Like wait, I don't know. The, the koala didn't shoot her. It was uh, a who was it? Ramot. Ramot. Yeah, Ramot did it. Oh wait, the, what was that? No, what was the? Nah, that was uh, he was like, he was the one that Kilua had like his first like real good moment in the arc. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, like when he uh, he was like the the bunny looking dude with, with bird wings. Oh yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and and now and like in my head, be, before all this happened, <laughs> before all that happened. I would thought like when once like, you know everybody who graduated from, you know the hunter exam they was gonna come back in the arc you know in a different way. I didn't expect them to come back and just kill the man like that. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you liked it. <laughs> I like brutality. Yeah, all right. It was, it was so much death in this arc too. It was it just it was just just painfully dark at times. And then like so at, after. Cause like my my favorite like character progression because there were there were so many of them. You had Kilua like breaking free of like Illumi's uh you know spell like trying to you know because he's going through puberty still so like he's trying to become <laughs> his own man. Oh yeah. Yeah like but you know then we have like Marowim like we gotta we gotta go deep we gotta take a deep dive with that one like his relationship with Kamugi and Strongest. just how how um, yeah like he his whole mentality began to change the you know the the, the older he got even mm-hmm. like through like he's only alive for like what like a week a couple weeks. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, true. he wasn't a around whole, for that long. A whole week, a whole week, and, and then he, he got a so whole much. lot done. <laughs> a whole lot done. But uh, who else had it? Yeah, like uh, we got to see uh, Netero have his, his moment in the sun, his ride off into the sunset. 
but this like for me just just gone uh, like gone was the mvp of this whole arc mm-hmm. and like he was never my favorite character like by, by like a wide margin i could always find somebody who i liked better in every other arc but gone like his descent into madness after yeah. seeing like a guy like who he viewed as a who who saved his life as a kid he was like yeah like for real like i would not be alive right now then and i would not be alive right now when when we went against pito if not for you yeah Oh my god, man! That was man. That scene when he was just sitting in there with uh Pinto, just waiting on her to fix the the girl. Man, he was like, man, I'll kill her. Yeah, like bring Kite back now. Yeah, that's something I love about Gone because like because even though he's a protagonist, like Gone, his whole sense of morality, it was it would have like shades of uh like you know uh, of him being having a bit of a warped sense of morality, but like that was it gone to the extreme, like because like. Yeah, he was like he he like he's a protagonist, but he he has no issue killing an innocent girl to get what he wants. Yeah, in a fit of rage, like yeah, I was kind of tense just sitting there because like gone anger turned the table on the like the whole dynamic because like the command ant arcs was like I mean the command ants was like ridiculously strong. They were, and since they had knee, they just made them even more op. Yeah, like this is a royal guard, like gone walking up by himself. To a royal, like yeah, like he knew how strong Pito was because like, cause like she, like he killed Kite, like yeah. So, but like going, like he he didn't care. He was like, even if like he was he was walking in there ready to die if it came to that point. Yeah, and I can't. You can't say that for any other like. Well, you can say it for most protagonists, but like in a in this type of in this type of sense of it, no. It's like like the black aura. I, like the black aura was so symbolic for what like for what Gon was feeling because you never see that aura from him any other time than like just in that moment when he was like in there with uh, with Pito. It just just like everything about their whole dynamic. It was just it was masterfully done. Oh yeah, <laughs> top notch, man, <laughs> top notch. Were you a fan of uh, his his transformation? No. Like the dark super saiyan. No, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that. Uh... That light pole here, yeah, that yeah. never ends. That's yeah, that's something like the clothes was always stupid. I I I get why they did it. You know the whole uh, he he pretty much sacrificed he sacrificed his nin usage and like he he peaked himself to what like that's the strongest the goal possibly would have ever been is him at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was it was a strange ability. There was no like it's not like he practiced it. Like Gon is not a nin master. Like I don't see like how going. This felt pretty ass pulley to me. Yeah, it kind of was, but it's like it's like the good ass pull. Cause we got we got like one of the best, well no one of the most brutal fight scenes. Like I never felt so bad for Pitu like th- during the whole arc, but like once she just got her like her head then face just caved in. Yeah, just doing just Dijonkins. Like, he just sitting in, like, sitting in the middle of a forest. Like, just Dijonkins they're like, bored as hell. Like, he's he's not, like, he's not even enjoying this. He's just like, <laughs> he could have he could have been killed her. He just keep Dijonkins her in the face. Like, he just keep using the same thing. Like. But then, then it leads to, like, him, like, getting, uh, you know, like, the, 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 the whole, the whole scene just of it. And Kilo is coming to try to stop it. Because like he he knows that like going is going down this dark path that he may that may either cost him his life mm. or cost him his sanity and you know how this this was probably like the best usage of going and Lewis relationship was their dynamic in this arc yeah 
Yeah, bar none. There was there was like so many tender moments and just like yeah, like he Louis, he was he was so worried about his friend, and then yeah, you know, going turns away for a second, gets his arm ripped off by a fucking already dead Pito, still rips a nigga arm off. Then he impales her with his severed arm, and then hits her with a Dijonkin from the arm that got removed. Like it was it was it was amazing. <laughs> this all so ridiculous when you just explained it yes. like this. But it, like that's that's the thing. Like the visuals are everything. Yeah, you can kind of imagine it too. Like you, you beat somebody with a severed arm. You that mad? It, it was it was fantastic. You ready to talk about the king? Oh, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Because uh. I, I think you, you got to give special mention to like, like kind of got to show like the heart, the hierarchy of power. Because gone, even though he did all that, he still wasn't qualified to even go to the area. You had like Knuckle, who well Knuckle and what's his name? Shoot, shoot, and the smoke guy. Yeah, morale. Yeah, morale. Yeah. So you had those. You had those people, right? They were kind of showing us like what, what, like what was the skill set that you needed to go into NGL, and how he just used that. What was it? The APR or something like that. And then how they was holding their own against like the old, the command ant arts. Like, you know, the, I always call them the command ant arts. Like the <laughs> the like command ants. <laughs> yeah, my third time, I bet. But like the command ants, like how they was holding their own. And like Gong and like Killable couldn't even really touch them. Yeah, Knuckle was awesome. Like I was just saying, like before we uh, started recording, Knuckle reminded me a lot of Kuwabara, but just like a, a less goofy, more. Yeah, like he was still goofy yeah, around, like in like pets and stuff, but like definitely like way more like uh, like a smarter fighter than Kuwabara was. Yeah, yeah, bar none, because that man. I actually want to see more of Knuckle, like because uh, like Hunter Hunter, they do bring in characters, don't do much, like you know they they'll give them like an arc to shine, and then it's back to the Go and the Lewis show on their next adventure. Mm. But yeah, like. I wanted to see more Bisky this arc because like she shows up to like help them train for a second. Cause, like Bisky is strong as hell. Like like this is a, like a very very dire situation going on. You about to go train them for a second, and then go look for some jewels. Like <laughs> nigga, go go help them. Like, what what the hell, are you man, doing? Where was now you saying like where the hell was Bisky at this whole arc? Like this this was she was gonna be the MVP for sure. Yeah, like she was only there for like like a, like a couple episodes. Did she even fight an ant? Um, no, she didn't. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of missed out on something. All right. Bisky. All right, cool then. Yeah, Karapika was off doing, you know, his finding finding some, you know, like re- removed eye shit, Leori off chasing the bag. So, uh <laughs> yeah, it was like he saw I, I wanted more Hisoka. I definitely wish oh, like man. I want to see Hisoka do something this arc. Man, we only got him playing fucking volleyball. Yeah, yeah, like just in Greed Island. But uh yeah, like but Phaeton, like if like of out of every of like the little showcase moment that we got of the of the of the spider troop against the Chimera ants, like Phaeton was by far the MVP. Like yeah. I pain like, he is like he ain't rip off to me still. But yeah, like <laughs> Pain Packer is hard as hell. Like his fight with uh, the mosquito bitch. Like that, that was that was great. Like yeah, just uh like it was it was like so much like more unique abilities. Like cause even though like he Tagashi did a lot of unique abilities on Yu Yu Hakusho, but I feel like he dialed it up to 11 on Hunter Hunter. It's just so much uniqueness from like each and every character. Yeah, it really in is. In terms of their fighting styles. Yeah, and that, that, that also made like the, the Spider Troop, like they, they made them way more like scary than what they were like in, like that kind of showed where their power was at in York New City. Like yeah. how much they held back. 
good. We didn't get to see like everybody like uh she's in like she's in, like you know the girl with the with the, the with, yeah Blinky the vacuum. I liked mm-hmm. her her fight with the little perverted spider dude. Mm-hmm. And um, but another standout to me was the guy with the uh that was wrapped in the bandages. I forgot his name. Remember him? He escapes me. (laughs) Yeah, like he uh he fought an ant and like but his thing was he had like a bunch of holes drilled in his body. Like that's like that was like uh like a like a a rite of passage to be a man in his uh, in his village. Mm. And what like what he would do is he would do like a dance and then like the wind from the uh like the wind from the uh, like the holes going through his body, I think it like disorient his opponent, and then mm-hmm. like, he would use like Nin and some other shit. But he was pretty sweet. Like I really want to see more of him. I want to see like Karapika eventually fight him later on. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely want to see them fight the Spire Trope after what happened in NGL for sure. All right, so uh, I think I think I'm pretty ready. I'm thinking I'm pretty ready. You can talk about the king, man. Talk about let's do it. Like let's the king, the, the king is like. I, even like Hisoka is my favorite antagonist in the show. Like the king is Marowam is a ridiculously well like well written villain. Uh, yeah, like, top, top. Like I ain't man, man. That man, that man was he was a roller coaster ride to watch. Like pull up on the scene. The first thing he do is kill his mama. The first <laughs> no, no, thing. No, no, first thing he said was tell her silence. <laughs> <laughs> Why he while she was pregnant? Silence. He, he forced his way out. Now I'm coming out. Like, yes, next thing you know, kill. Like, like, like excellent introduction. Like he uh, then he like uh, he kills the little penguin dude. And like a part I love of his introduction was like he you know because after he like severed a couple people heads, he had uh some like some bile and fluids on his tail. Mm-hmm. So like one of the chimera ants, he was like, I have a neckerchief, I can help you with that. And so like, but before the, the nigga even get to finish his sentence, like Marilyn just just take his head off. Like why <laughs> why did you do that? Man, like the, no reason. He just did it because he could. No no man no no reason no reason no sense no morals like. Just like that's like how how powerful he knew he was that, that like the, that's that's the the cool part about like it being ants because like that's how like you know, you know how humans look down on ants like yeah. in real life but like you know the the roles are reversed in this situation because like yes like the ant is like this ridiculously powerful king that nobody can touch in terms of power other than like gone when he you know turned up but he can only do that the one time and he used it on Pito yeah like in a one on one fight there was no one who could beat Marilyn like you know it's you know Nero had to use what he used mm-hmm. yeah then like like the king he's like he's, he's killing children like he's you know he's like he's killing like anybody he wants because like who's gonna who's gonna do anything about it yeah, shit that was his destiny that's what that's what he known like he said I was gonna be king I was gonna rule he came he did his job yes with with the iron fist Ooh. and an iron tail as well <laughs> an iron tail <laughs> Yeah, so heads off to the <laughs> to the person who yeah, got off. caught. So, uh, oh man. So how you think? What you feel about like? How you feel about like his philosophy on life? The king's philosophy. As uh, you talking about when he was like sitting down talking with with Netero, or like his his previous philosophy. Well, I'll say like the change of his philosophy. So like once he got the rule and he. Well, what when he t- took over the castle or whatever, and like you can see his ship started to focus. So how you feel like the like the philosophy, J- just on King in general? I say that. Yeah, like you know his his first one was very you know Darwinist esque. Well, no, Darwin didn't do. Did, did Darwin do uh, Survival of the Fittest? Was that him? 
Shit, you talk to the wrong person. <laughs> Shit, all right. Uh, uh, never mind. But uh, yeah, like just survival of the fittest. Like that was, that was his initial mindset, and like you know he he viewed humans as only like livestock and nothing more. Like he he started off as kind of a like a a pretty cliche a cliche villain. He wasn't anything special to me at this point in the game. Mm-hmm. Like the first scene that 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 made me like think about like his complexity. Was when he was like he was uh standing with around the royal guard and he was talking about like uh like some like uh, a a kid that he killed earlier in the day mm. and he like from like like he he was he was sounding remorseful and then like but like in the middle of him saying it he was like I am king and mm-hmm. then like aura just shoots from all over the screen like yeah like that like he was like this is the flex like this is this is the power that I have. And like it was that that's the scene. I'm just like yeah, like he's starting to he's starting to get a bit you know like something that's starting to like tick in his brain a little bit. Yeah. I feel like just for like a split second that humanistic side of him kicked in, mm-hmm. and there was some remorse right there. Yeah, yeah, it was. You um, know, I, I think like I, I think back to like the one thing he said that kind of kind of threw me for a loop because he said something about you know if you. If you have like a group, if you, if you if you're a king and you got like these worried people, like these worried people, like following you, or something, something like that. Nah, probably not. But he was like, hey, what, what are you talking about? It was like he was talking about. I'm trying to remember. He was talking about if if your leadership is you know is whack, all you gonna do is leave your country to ruin. You know, this came this came around like you know when Trump got <laughs> voted in. I'm like, oh shit, this shit yeah. hit harder than what I thought. A couple of years before, but you know, that's what, what that's when I <laughs> that's what I thought about when he said it. I'm like, uh, <laughs> like okay, so because yeah, I was actually uh, yeah, Bush was in office when uh when this was written. So I mean, like yeah, it holds it holds weight with that too. I mean, but like if, as we're speaking about that, like I thought I always thought it was pretty cool that uh like you know the 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 kingdom that that Merriwoman initially takes over and takes the castle was a parody of North Korea mm-hmm. and Kim Jong-un. So yeah, like, you know, as you're saying, like, I like, think I fucked up uh, Kim Jong-un is like, like terrible leader, like a dictator, like leading his people to ruin. Yeah. And uh, that's what, that's what initially we thought Merriwoman was going to be going down that same path. But after some time with Kamugi, uh, you know, like that, their awesome, like very complex relationship and just starting to grow as a person and starting to care for somebody. He's, he starts to, he starts to become a bit more fleshed out as a leader. Yeah. And like, most of his philosophy, like when he started to go down that road, it's like, damn, I kind of feel for you. <laughs> it was like, all right, so I'm just not gonna kill everybody because I see that everybody got their own unique talent. Like, okay, that's a good job. And he was like, yeah, so I'm just gonna keep y'all like a cattle and let some of y'all live. I'm like, ah, he ain't there yet. <laughs> like, that's kind of dark. But it's like, I can, you can kind of see what King be coming from half the time. And that's what made like the 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 inner thought scene with Netero when they were sitting down so interesting to me too. Like because mm-hmm. uh, he was he was saying because he was like, yes, I can see that he's starting to grow as a person, but he is not a person. Yeah. Like this, like this is a man. Like he has, like he like the way that like other animals think. Like they don't have these very like compassionate and like intricate thoughts. Like part of him is still a savage. Mm-hmm. Like he was like he can he can regress into a savage at any time. So I'm saying like and like he yeah like just yeah just the whole that that scene like like as much as I love the fight just the whole sit down between them is is very very well done. 
Yeah, it really, man. <laughs> it's just some, it's some powerful. It was just some hard hitting conversations within that whole thing. Cause like Nethro was talking about, hey, I might be swayed by this. Yeah, that's like, why he's like, I gotta, I gotta do this now. I can't keep listening to him talk. Yeah, like even when, <laughs> yeah. even when they stormed the castle, it was just like, with the Celtic family, like the granddad, when he was listening to him speak, it is like, this don't seem right. Cause you know he, you know he just the top, of, you know one of the assassins, mm-hmm. and the way he was just speaking to him was just, I don't, we kind of gotta finish this, like we can't let this man speak. Yeah, Merriam is he's he's my, my like the thing is like my favorite like shonen villain is like very a very flat villain is Frieza like he's mm-hmm. a, a flat dictator, mm-hmm. but <coughs> shit, shit, it's always interesting to see a villain with more duality to him you know like how the you know thanos and the killmongers it, it, like those types of villains are just it just is they got more meat the more meat on the bone you know what i'm saying yeah, it brings more to the table than just mercy like mercifulness well not mercy but mercilessness yeah it just gives you something to think about yeah. they, like he was he was a very intelligent like a very intelligent man like he wasn't just like a just a strong savage and that's it like he there were there were layers to marijuana yeah, you can't say that about a lot of villains, no. You can't say that about a lot of them, really, because we've seen, we seen him play out those layers just with the conversation with Kawhi and how and how he tried to make the layers to the king and how you seen it play out with his uh his board game with Kamugi. Yeah, I don't know if Goongi's a real game. I'm, I'm going to look it up. That's what it's called, Goomy, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and how he played with the, the champion. And how he got, how he get, like, how he just broke down humanity just by playing that game. I like the, the scenes leading up to it, too, like, where he would he would go, he would play against, like, the best person of, like, of, like, every type of game. And then like they would be like nervous as hell playing the game. I think you, I think it was some video games in there too. And mm-hmm. then he just whenever you lost, he would just kill you because he was like I already beat the best, so I have no reason to play with anybody. But yeah, like he just could not get past uh, Kamugi, which was it was it was so interesting to me. Just like like because like she was he you know he viewed her as like weak in literally every other category of life. Like she's blind, she can't defend herself against a fucking bird. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like she can't she can't do anything but other than play this game. And like he thought that that made her special, just in that one aspect. Like yeah, like we would we would not have these layers of of the excellence of Marilyn if not for Kamugi. Yeah, she was definitely the the strong pivot between like she was yeah, she was a strong pivot between the whole arc really. Because yeah, like you said, like she was weak in every category. He could have offed her at any time. Yeah. And it was like you could kinda feel the tension, especially since like, you know, his royal guard was in the back was like, Why don't you just kill her? And that, you know everybody else thinking the same thing, 'cause you you didn't offed off so many people. Well, I leave her alive anyway. Fuck poof. Like, you know, <laughs> Shia poof sucked. Like, he, he played his role very, very well, but I'm just like, just, just fuck this nigga. Fuck it. I don't think nobody really liked poof like that. No. He, he got he got some brilliance to him, but that remains to be seen. <laughs> he was he was a very like a, he was an interesting character. It just like this like in the in the in the canon of the show, I just I, I just found him like to be annoying, like very interesting. But like especially that uh, one of those scenes, like when uh 
when like he 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 crossed paths with Kilua and like part of his face gets knocked off and like you can see like the the ant part of his face like just protruding from his face i'm like oh it's like it's like like so sure they have like human forms but beneath that is an ant yeah that was very cool i didn't like i didn't uh, i wasn't expecting to see something like that uh, yeah so i guess out of royal guards which one would you like the most and we gave you like no airtime, but like uh with Pito, like Pito was the shit. Like every time Pito was on screen, like from like her her savage moments, like from the moment of her like uh, like scaring uh Nav or mm-hmm. Nov, like like he he's like this nigga hair goes completely white. Just like from oh, from man. her from her in. Yeah. Like that was that was crazy. Oh yeah, we talk about that man who tried to storm the castle and just got shook. He couldn't hit the corner. What's my man like? He, he got he got so scared that yeah that's, that's yeah that's what we're talking about. Oh, that was him. Yeah, knife. Oh, oh man, I I, I can't recognize him no more. <laughs> <laughs> like that junk that junk was amazing. Like like Pito Pito was by far the like the most like intriguing one, and like just like when when she was trying to when she broke her own arm to try to protect you know protect Kamugi against Gon. Like Pito was amazing. Oh yeah, I, mean, I, I gotta I gotta get some love to Yuffie, like. He was learning, and he was like an honorable fighter. And his who did he fight? He fight Knuckle, right? Yeah, he fought. Uh, like he had like he had that very very intense back and forth with Shoot. Like first and foremost, and like Shoot like basically did no damage to this man. Like he like Shoot was just there to get killed. Yeah. Like it was it was he was just, just floating around like just like he was blood everywhere. Like yeah, like I was like I didn't care about shoot like originally, mm-hmm. but like I didn't care about it much after this. But still like I just like I like this scene a lot. Knuckles come through, just get one punch, mm-hmm. one punch and dip the fuck out. But yeah, like but when, but when he bossed up to you, he like uh, when he's like bring it, like when he like when they first when they first uh cross paths with him, right. like that was well not when they first cross paths when he and Knuckle came back, mm-hmm. but yeah, like that did just like, I I I I love Knuckle because like he knew that like I'm I, I could get killed with the ease, like it's like it, but like he he had to do what he had to do to save Shoot, and he, he didn't even like Shoot, he really did, yeah, but he was like I I gotta help him out. Very honorable. I, I really love Knuckle. Yeah, yeah Knuckle. And he, he, since Yuffie gave him them cool points, I get cool points to uh, Yuffie. Yeah, like uh, I, I don't know. Just, just I, I don't know. He, he was just. I found him to be like the least interesting. He was kind of a meathead. He was a meathead, like with like with the sense of like honor. I get that, but like mm-hmm. just the, I found the other two to be a lot more intriguing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because yeah, like you said, Pito was the strongest out of the two, and shit. Ain't no more much to say about that. P two fucking showed out with them fucking thick ass legs. Yeah, like I, I like I really wish that they would have like at least even in like retrospect. I wish that they would have animated uh uh the fight with Kite. Oh yeah, cause just that that was Kite's last moment. I I, I wanted to see Kite go out because Kite Kite was the shit. Alright, I, I want to talk about like one MVP. Who? Actually, before I even get to the one MVP, bro, we gotta talk about that fucking whole episode of them just run, just looking at some stairs. You know, it was a whole episode of just the royal guard walking down the stairs, like the whole show was played in slow motion. You remember that? No. Oh man. What What was the context? Why, it was, what was it he was, doing? It was kill. It was uh, killer turning the corner. And you just watch his whole thoughts played out for that whole twenty three run minute time. What? Yeah. What was it good? I thought it was well since I binge watched it. Yeah, but 
Don't like Attack on Titan do something with some stairs. Like it's like real long and drawn out too. Well, I think this one took the cake. Like uh, not too many people. Some people remember. Some of them don't. But especially if you watched it like on Toonami when it happened, that was your whole weekend right there. Damn, you gotta wait a week for that shit. <laughs> you have to watch a nigga hit the corner really yeah, that's, hard. That's why we have Crunchyroll in, in 2018 or well, 2020. Oh yes, I just had to bring special mention to that one because. Nigga, how you make somebody inner thoughts about hitting a corner that interesting? Yeah, they, the, the Gashi fan game is like next level. Like, for real. Like, that's why this arc is really the thing that got me. Like, it, because, you know, there has been some material after this, but, like, it's. I want to see something full, like, fully fledged like this. We, have, we haven't gotten there yet due to all, like, his health issues and whatnot. He, he should, like, I keep saying he should just hire a fucking artist so so he can, you know, got to sit and draw them draw them pictures and mess his back up and all that. But that, that's that's a, that's a story for another day. Yeah, we very up in arms about that. How, how long has that been out? Like uh, it's been on hiatus. Yeah, how long has it been on hiatus? It goes on and off. He'll drop like he'll drop like a couple of chapters and then he'll be gone for like a year, and yeah. then we do it again. I'm just like we're not progressing in stories like that. Yeah, we're not. But I guess since you write like if you write like him, I guess so. But I, I just don't know. Man. Like I said, just hire an artist. I'm like, like the drawings don't even look that good in the manga right now. Like they, yeah, like they actually look quite low quality. Like you know, cause like uh, Akira Toriyama, like like he doesn't draw Dragon Ball Z anymore. Oh, he doesn't draw Dragon Ball Super because like the weekly manga could thing that was way too rough on him. Mm. After like you know doing it from Dragon Ball all the way up to the end of the Buu Saga, that was a that was a very long time. So yeah, like the the like the you know it's like that messed him up when he did uh that, that this messed Agashi up towards the end of Yu Hakusho and it started to play a, like another bad role in Hunter Hunter. So yeah, like I think he should do the Toyotaro thing and just have an artist do it. Yeah, yeah, better for yeah, I think it's better for everybody in the long run too. Because I need Madhouse to get back to work on this amazing ass like series. Because like it, it like when it ends, like we just it's so much more to see. Because if we got to talk about the beautiful animation in these fights, like mm-hmm. we got to talk about like Marowom versus Netero. Oh, yeah. yeah, all right. We, we want to start from. You want to start from like the the castle where they where they busted, or are you going straight for the. You're going straight for the juggler with the whole philosophical head. I'm going, I'm going for the juggler, All but right. but still, I, I'm like not even that. Just more so, I'm just thinking about just like the, just the visuals of it, just because like the whole, the, you know, like the whole the big the big golden thing that he that he brings out. Oh yeah, the great the grateful palm. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. Oh man, he even gave so many high fives with that thing. Yeah, man, it's it, like it was it was amazingly done. I think like even though this is not my favorite fight in the show. I think that this is like in terms of like artistically and just like how it was animated and uh, you know all the story beats and all that. I think this is the strongest looking fight in the show. Oh yeah. Cause yeah, like even like Netter, like a uh, Meryl, I'm like treating it like a chess game. Like you, like a, like a nigga is trying to kill you. You just like you just bouncing around this thing. Like how, how I'm about to fuck him up? Like I'm, I'm gonna do it, but like how am I about to do it? Just like like I, yeah, I love like Meryl. He he was showing out in this one. Yeah, he was showing all. He was over here, you know, even talking to him. He, he got he he didn't hit the, the what you call it the, the sit down pose with the with the cross legs. I like I will not fight you. Let's yeah. talk about it. How <laughs> <laughs> you get a hard fight on somebody? Someone's some let's talk. Let's talk at all. Like that's wrong. No, I don't want to like, talk to you. That's the flex. Like like I like I don't I don't feel like killing you. Like 
can, can we just can we do this another one? No, like it, it was it was it was great. It was it was so great. Like, imagine like sale. <laughs> like he they went to the ring and then he was like, man, let's talk about it. Like through the, the Naruto talk no jutsu. I don't got time for that shit. <laughs> he trying to talk no jutsu. Netro, he's like Netro, nah. Yeah, like I, I'm the one that should be doing that. Like, <laughs> like Meryl snatch a leg, then he snatch an arm, and it's just like, like, like Netero, like Netero screwed, and like you know he, he do he do what he got to do. Like he tries that first attack, don't do nothing, blows himself up, and like like uh well yeah be, just because like I, I wanted like that last scene with Kamugi, I was thinking like would I've been fine with the uh, with Net, like uh, Meryl dying right here. It would have been a great death, but still, he would he would have got robbed of that scene with Kamuya. No, no, yeah, I, I think they needed to do that. But in some, in some, in some respects, like him losing his like his memory was kind of kind of a slog because he got a build up right with Netro fight. Then once he got reincarnated, kind of kind of kind of see the process go over again. And him getting his memory back, you know, and Yuffie. Well, not Yuffie. Uh, what's his name? And Poof trying to Poof. like stop him from yeah, uh, getting his memory being, back. Being the ultimate of hoes. Yeah, that that's, that stuff was cool. I guess. I mean, yeah, like I, I feel like he kind of him. He as a character kind of peaked with the, uh, you know, with with the Natural fight. Yeah. So once we got through that, and man, that man, I almost damn near cried on that uh, Kimugi scene. Like I ain't like what the fuck. I ain't never feel, like you don't feel like you don't feel these emotions, and no. Like a shonen battle anime, like you don't feel these, like you kind of feel these type of things, like in a romance anime or something like that. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Just like how, like, like this was very, very character centric. Like there, there was a lot of story going on, but like, like even like minor characters, they got like full, like you get really got to explore their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like even from like Wolfen and like uh, Bravada. Like you know, a couple of like the like the more like mid tier uh, Kamara ants and like uh, uh was like Ramot. This like it was like these people like they were so they were so fleshed out. They weren't just like you know what I'm saying. A lot of times in shows like you, like you got a villain that they're just like they're there to be bad and then they die or do whatever and then that's it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just like just like uh, he 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 needs to get back to writing this fucking show. <laughs> like this like like it's it's so good. So good, man. Man, shit. If we gonna talk about that last thing, we gotta talk. We gotta kind of bring it back to my boy Colt. This man is really in the cult. Man, I don't know, man. <laughs> Something about Colt, like, like, damn, how you you died in the beginning, and then you came back as an ant, learned how to live as an ant, and also was holding kite. So you know that got significance too. Oh yeah, yeah, I did like that a lot. Like, he got rebirth, so it's like yeah, kite not truly gone. He different, but. I guess due time he gonna come back. So yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. Even though like if, like they they that is how Chimera ants like kind of function. Like I just wasn't thinking they were gonna do that. Yeah, me neither. And then if if you gonna feel that like the little girl man, when she got back to the village, she thought that's a tearjerker right man, there. Oh my god, that's why I said I almost cried. Like yeah, she thought they weren't gonna accept her. Like how she looked like yeah, like like, like the mama. Was that her mom that she was talking to? Yeah, her mom. Like the mom was devastated. Like she she lost both of her kids to these ants, and then they come back after they like you know they remember. Well, I think I think the girl remembered. Like the girl remembered and the boy. They they just go back to their village. After all the said is done, it's like, hey, damn, are we gonna be accepted as like as we are? 
And they brought them in with open arms. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> y'all started to fold. Yeah, just just excellence, excellence all around. Beginning, beginning, middle, and end. Like a couple, a couple convolutions here and there, but it like it's it's borderline flawless, a, a borderline flawless story. Yeah, I think it's probably like well, when this is 2011, so I think this is like best arc of the decade, like as far as like 2010s to. That's true. Like I said, like like what I've seen, I would say like of, of all of it. But yeah. then again, like I've never watched the full One Piece arc because I don't fucking like One Piece. I've never seen the the Soul Society arc that people love in Bleach. Mm. So I have missed like a few of those uh, those heavy hitters. But from what I've seen, like you you can't get any better than a Kamara Ant arc. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. So you got anything else you want to say or any special mentions? Um um no, I think I think we did I think we did good. Uh, next time I'm going to talk about the York New City arc, which was a extremely close second to my favorite uh, Hunter Hunter arc, and I'm going to talk about that with a friend of mine, Cliff. Not gonna lie, I don't think I need to be in that. <laughs> like I have, I've struggled to find which one is the better arc. They, they've got they got their different things. I even though I was I was thinking this the other time, like uh the other day. That uh, even though like Harapika's descent into like his darkness for you know quest for revenge was uh, it made more it made more logical sense because like you know Karapika had a much stronger attachment to his village than Gon had to kite because you know he spent way more time with him. But like I felt that Gon's descent into madness because he is still like a like a like a fourteen year old like he's he's younger than Karapika and he's not as uh he's not nearly as composed. Mm-hmm. So Gon's descent into madness was like it was. It was hard. Like it was, it was like it was like it was just harder. Like that. Like the the scene. Like when uh when he figured out that kite is not really you know because at first like he was trying he didn't want revenge. Mm-hmm. He wanted Pito to bring kite back. But when he figured out that that wasn't gonna happen, like he was he was throwing this giant tantrum in his head, mm-hmm. and he was like like you know bawling. He was saying like I killed kite. No, Pito killed kite. He was like he he was blaming himself. He he didn't know who to blame. He like he was just he he felt lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know what I forgot to talk about? What? All right, we we, we kind of skipped on Killua a little bit and, and what he did in the art. Because, you know, that that man was... He, he fought, he fought some, some, uh, some ants at the bottom of the castle. Took them yeah. all by himself. I like, you know, he squared up with Yuffie, even though he didn't really do, like, no like no super damage against him. But, like, you know, it was just nice to see, you know, him do his little god speed. Just to have some type of progression power-wise in the art. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, also the, the the squid. Oh yeah, his relationship with the squid was pretty cool. Man, I love that squid. <laughs> More the cult. Like squid came through. He did. He really did. I can't remember it though, but yeah. Ecargo, I believe his name was. What's his name? I believe he I believe it was Ecargo. Nah. Well, shit, that's all I really got to say about it. All right, so uh, you know, email us at a uh, G one seven pod with. With comments on Hunter Hunter, what do you think the best arc was? It was this one, but what do you think it was? And that's that. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. This is Malik Gaines. Right. Signing off.